So good evening, good evening everybody. <coughs> it's been a while since we were here in last. We well, I was planning to do Salome this week, but as we mentioned in the previous year, unfortunately I've been very busy the last two weeks and, and not managed to actually pull it together. But I have arranged it for two weeks' time, so two weeks' time or four weeks' time, Bezashem, we will do Bedikis alone. And I have taken Mrs. Shanto's uh, advice in hand. I haven't yet asked him, but I'm going to ask him to be a bit more practical and perhaps show us practically how to check lettuce and how to check uh, strawberries and etc. etc. So we, we know exactly what we're looking for. So we'll have to buy a little bit of fruit. That's not, I don't think, uh, too much of a problem. Uh, there's enough shops around the area which will sell us uh, well infested uh, cabbages and lettuce, etc. So we should be able to. But I, I can't say we're not going to have the, the slides. We will have the slides as well, but I will ask them to be practical at the same time. But uh, if you don't mind not telling us on the law what we're going to be doing, because I haven't spoken to him yet. I only spoke to him last week and gave him the dates, and that's it. Fine. So instead, what we'll do is we'll finish off with this Chazor, which we were in the middle of discussing. We were in the process of discussing the halakhas of Chazor. We didn't get very far. Just to update you when it comes to um, to Shabbos urns, which we discussed, we got sidetracked last week, it actually triggered quite a bit of an avalanche uh, around northwest London. I don't know why, I've talked to a few ladies and uh, I must have had, I don't know how many calls regarding the Shabbos urns. And I asked Diane Posen, who uh, is a favorite of mine, to ask the, the Federation have one man employed to deal with electronics and gadgets for Shabbos. So I asked them please to sidetracking from everything else, he's busy doing ovens, I said ovens are not important to Shabbos, I mean, you don't need an oven to Shabbos, much more important I have my coffee, so please sidetrack him a little bit from his ovens for a few, for a couple of weeks, and give us a bit, a better understanding of what's going on with Ernst, he actually told me today that he has a meeting scheduled with Swan, um, Swan have agreed to meet with him, sit down and work through all the different urns, how they work, what they work, because what the Federation is, is saying about what you should do on a Shabbos with an urn, I actually think is also, um, because there's a misunderstanding in how things work. So we're hopefully in, in the next couple of weeks, we should get a better understanding of how all these swan urns work, and then we should know which ones are 100% okay for Shabbos, which ones aren't. It'll help us for the next six months or a year until they change and do new ones, but that's life. That's life. Okay, so it, brought some, it, was, uh, it, it did trigger more interest than... Uh, uh, Rabbi Roy tried to get to the bottom of it, he couldn't get hold of any information from Swan. But uh, with the help of shuttlers, we've managed to arrange a meeting, and hopefully that meeting will go ahead in the next couple of weeks. He did give me a date, but I've forgotten when it was, and we'll get some more clarity about it. Right, we're in the middle of discussing We've discussed Shahir, whether one's allowed to retain a pot of food on a cooker on Shabbos. Now we want to discuss, am I allowed to return a pot of food to the flame on Shabbos? To the flame, to a blech to a hot plate, to a slow cooker, etc. Can I put food on a gas, on a source of heat on Shabbos? So before we go down the route of discussing that, let's just discuss briefly, though we're not really here to discuss Hilton's Bishel at length, which we will do at the later date, probably in the winter, but let's just, one or two parameters of Bishel which are relevant to Hilton's Chazorah, because understandably, if I want to put food on a gas, on a source of heat on Shabbos, the first thing that I must make sure is that I'm not actually transgressing a Malacha of Bishul Min So that we need to understand one or two parameters of the, the Malacha of Bishul so that we can know where Bishul stops and the Chazorah problem starts and then of course where it stops so that we actually are allowed to return food to the fire. Now in Hilton's Bishul is as follows. Any uncooked food which is put on a flame, on a source of heat on Shabbos, which could cook it, is a Malacha of Bishul. If I take a raw piece of chicken, if I take a raw potato, if I take water, whatever it may be, anything which is uncooked, and I place it on a source of heat on Shabbos, and that source of heat 
will enable that food to reach a heat of Yatsuletusboy, which is somewhere around 43 degrees plus, would be a problem of additional minafayus. So there's no way I'm allowed to return onto a gas any uncooked food, liquid on Shabbos. It doesn't exist. Cooked food, if it's cooked food, I have a solid cooked food, then even if it's cold, we have a rule of Ein Acha Bishel. I cannot recook a cooked food. I can't recook a cooked food. So if I have a hot, a cold piece of schnitzel, or a cold piece of kugel, or something like that which is a solid, and it's cold, and I put it on a source of heat on Shabbos which will enable that piece of food to reach the degrees of 43 degrees of Yatsa Lettuce Boy, that won't be a malacha minatayr of bishul because it's cooked. Once it's cooked, ain't bishul acha bishul. There will be, however, a drabonon, and that is the subject that we're discussing. There will be a drabonon of chazorah. Chazorah means one is not allowed to return a cooked food to a source of heat. A food which is, has been placed on a source of heat before Shabbos may remain on a source of heat throughout the duration of Shabbos with the parameters as we've discussed in the previous Shurim. But once it's off, once it's considered removed from the heat, to replace it back on the source of heat is an Issa Drabon of Chazor. Chazor will worry that if we allow you to replace uncooked uh, cooked food on the source of heat, then that will come to replacing uncooked food onto a source of heat, which of course is going to have to be a malacha of Bishlam in So Chazor forbade us from putting any, un- any cooked food back onto a source of heat. What we need to, 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 to try and decipher is what's considered returning food, what's considered a continuation of the original placing of the food. Are you with me? If I put food on, on, the, on the gas and I move it a little bit, a half a millimeter away, and I move it back again, it's remained on the gas from the beginning throughout its duration. The fact that I moved it a little bit doesn't mean it's not cooled continuously on the gas. Now it could even be that I can remove food from a gas and, it, and replace it, and it will still be considered one continuous being on the gas, not cooking, because it's, it's, it's one continuous being on the, on the gas. And that's the premises we're going to discuss tonight. But before we get there, something which is cooked, and I replace it cold, and I replace it on the gas, that's, that's I you fine. Minatoya, I have no problem. I have only a rabbinical problem of returning food to, to a source of heat. If it's liquid, liquid which is hot, once it's cooked, technically I should be able to replace it back onto the source of heat. I can't cook something which is already cooked. If the liquid is cold, <coughs> then we have a rule, bedovelach, something which is a liquid, yesh bishul achabishul. You can reheat, you can re-mevashul, you can actually go through the process of bishul a second time on a liquid, if the liquid is cold. How cold does the liquid need to be? It's a discussion in the Paschim, the Mishnaburu quotes, the Bialach quotes, a Chidot, a Bifiyesha, who says that it's going to be not cold, it can even be less than Yatsa Lettuce Boy. And this is a, a big Kiddush, even if it's less than Yatsa Lettuce Boy, if it's still drinkable, edible, it's just a level of heat that you will drink, your chicken soup. Some people like a chicken soup piping hot, some people like it just lukewarm. Nobody's going to drink chicken soup cold, unless somebody invents a new fashion called iced chicken soup. Uh, we have iced coffees then, iced teas and iced everything, but maybe they'll come out with iced chicken soup. I don't know. It hasn't got that yet. But it, it could be. Uh, it, some entrepreneur will manage to persuade us all that we're all mad and iced chicken soup is better than hot chicken soup. We might, <coughs> we might, we might fall for it. But at the moment, nobody eats cold chicken soup. If it's not edible as with its warmth, its warmth is reduced to the point that I'm not going to actually be able to eat it, then I can't return it. Then it's called bishul. If it's still warm enough that I would eat it, then that's not called bishul if I return it to the, to, to the source of heat. So, Adam Yovesh, cold, 
makes a difference hot. Once it's been cooked, it's cooked, always remains cooked. A dovalach has to remain some level of warmth, some level of heat has to be retained in the liquid in order for me, when I return it, not to be transgressing a malach of the rice or vision. Once, even if it is warm and I do return it to the flame, then I've got a problem. Not minatayer, maybe. I'll have a problem with Jarbonon of Chazor. So there's two different aspects. Before we discuss Chazor, we have to remember that if my food that I'm replacing on the flame falls into a category of Bishel, there's nothing to talk about. I cannot put it on the flame. I can't put cold, uncooked, or cold, cooked liquid, cold, uncooked food, or cold, cooked liquid on a flame on Shabbos, or on a source of heat on Shabbos, come what may, there's nothing to talk about. If I would do the chasm shalom, I would maybe transgressing the malach of Bishu. I can't even take my sauce, which I want to pour over my chicken, or my schnitzel, or my meat, and on Shabbos, and I remember that I forgot to take it out of the fridge, to put it on a source of heat on Shabbos, even to put it on my bread, even to put it on my urn, whatever it may be. If it's going to reach the, the temperature of Yad Tzalevis boy, awesome. Because I'm transgressing the malach of Bishu. Even if I would take it off before it reaches the level of Yatsaleta's boy, to put it on a source of heat which may reach Yatsaleta's boy, awesome. Nothing to talk about. Out of the question. So, before we discuss returning pots and pans to your flame on Shabbos to your source of heat, remember if it's uncooked, solid, or a cooked but cold liquid, nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. Because that will transgress the Malachim in our faith. Stage number two. Right. We've moved. We've pushed aside the Malachas Min We're not discussing anything that's relevant to Isabishal Min Of course, we all know that that doesn't go back on the flame of Shabbos. What we're discussing now is I have a cooked food which I want to return to my source of heat. We'll discuss a bit later if we have time if I'm taking food out of my fridge. But we're going to discuss at the moment a pot which has been on the flame. And I want to, I've taken it off the flame and I want to put it back on the flame. So I've taken my chalant off and I've realized that, that uh, my son in Yeshiva hasn't come home yet and he wants his chalant a bit later. Oh, I took my pot off and, and it wasn't hot enough, so I want to put it back on for another 20 minutes and we'll schmooze for another 20 minutes with the guests and then we'll only have a soup in 20 minutes' time. Whatever it may be, I want to return my pot to the source of heat. Now, Chazal said that it's forbidden to return a pot to the source of heat, even if it's cooked and even if it's hot. It's forbidden to return it to the source of heat. Unless we have a number of conditions. Unless we have a number of conditions, five conditions, two of which we've already discussed, another, two, another three which we will add. So the first one, of course, is it's got to be already cooked. It's got to be cooked. If it's not cooked, nothing to talk about. That's condition number one. And those are the rules that I've given you a few moments ago. Condition number two is I cannot return anything, even cooked, even hot, with all the conditions to a source of heat, if that source of heat is not considered gorof the cotton, gorof means gimel reish vav pei, cotton is kuf, tes vav mem, gorof the cotton means, as we discussed in the previous room, gorof the cotton means that I've already taken the coals of my oven and I've removed them and all I'm left, or I've covered them with some earth, so I've diminished the source of heat and I'm just left with the old heat that heating up the oven and enabling my food to, to, to remain warm. If I return a pot to an oven that has the coals and the fire burning, that's completely awesome. Even if it's cooked, even if it's, if it's hot, even if it's uh, everything. I can never ever return a cooked food to an oven or to a source of heat which is not gorof the cotton. So, in practical terms, if I take my soup off my flame on Shabbos, which I'm allowed to leave my soup on an open gas on Friday night. We've discussed that. There's no problem in leaving soup on an open gas, because soup is not mistamic for the It doesn't get better as you cook it. On the contrary, it gets worse because it will boil away. 
So, soup I'm allowed to leave on my flame. I take it off, and then I realize, oh, I took it off too early. I want to put it back. Nothing to talk about. I can never return a pot to an open flame. It's got to be gorof for cotton. If it's on a black, there's what to talk about. If it's a hot plate, there's what to talk about. As long as it's gorof for cotton, it's not considered an open flame, then perhaps there are some scenarios when I'm allowed to return it. So uncooked food, nothing to talk about. Not gorof for cotton. The flame is not gorof for cotton. Nothing to talk about. So far, so good. That's two conditions. Third condition is it's got to be hot. Even cooked food, even a solid, which if I return it to a flame, it's not considered visual, but if it's cold, never. Never, ever. These three conditions can never, ever be passed over. They've got to have these three conditions. You've got to have it cooked, it's got to be, the flame's got to be gorof or cotton, and it's got to be the food is warm or hot. It's got to be heat, which is edible. Edible heat. It's got to be, it's got to have the warmth to it. The moment it's cooled down, nothing to talk about. The reason why those three are very important, the first one we understand, of course, because if it's chas shalom uncooked, then you're transgressing an official. If it's not garfer cotton, then we consider it a new, a new bishul. Every time we put it on, we consider it a new action. Garfer cotton, not, not, there's no flame there, so it doesn't look like I'm doing an action of bishul at all. Thirdly, if it's cold, it looks like I'm doing an action of bishul. Those are out of the question. Long came Chazal with two more conditions, two more very important conditions. The first one is it's got to be oidoi beyodoi. It's got to be oidoi. You have not put it down. If you put your pot down on the floor, nothing to talk about. You can never return that pot to the flame on shops. Garfield cotton, warm, cooked, makes no difference. You put it down on the floor, nothing to talk about. If you put it down on your side, also you can't return it. We'll discuss a bit later in a few moments exactly sometimes then we can, but ideally it mustn't be put down on your side either. It's got to be oidoi beyodoi, not left your hand. It's still in your hand. Second, the, the fifth condition, second of the last set of conditions, the fifth condition is, you've got, when you took it off, you have to have intention to return it. So when I take a pot, I take some soup off my gas, off my black. I want to serve the children Friday night, it's already Shabbos, I've been a couple of Shabbos, or Shabbos morning, and the little ones are crying, and they want some food, so I take my chalent off, and I take some chalent out, I put it on the plate, and I want to return the chalent to the black, so that when the meal starts a little bit later, now, in an hour's time, it will still be hot, I need to remember I have to have five conditions which will na- enable me to take the pot off, serve, and put it back on the table. And that is, A, I need to make sure it's cooked. Well, I hope Charles cooked my shop this morning. Pretty sure it should be. B, it's got to be that the flame is garlic for cotton. The flame has a black on it. C, it's still hot. Well, it's been on all night. Hopefully those three will easily be fulfilled. Then, when I take it off, I've got to make sure I don't put it down. It's still in my hand. How do I do that? If I balance it on the side, I'm balancing it on the side. So I have my pot, I balance it on the side. So without my hands, it would fall. I mean, it's still considered in my hand. I don't actually have to hold it in the air. It's a bit difficult to hold the pot in the air and then ladle out uh, some chocolate. But I can put it on the side, but as long as it's dangling on the side, so if I would leave go, it would fall off. Then it's considered either the other. And when I take it off, I intend, my intention is to return it back to the plane. If I have those five conditions, no problem. I can take the pot off, serve, and put it straight back on. The reason why with those five conditions I'm allowed to return the pot to the flame is because we consider it then as if you've never taken it off. It's considered one long continuous being on the fire. The fact that I took it off for a few moments is irrelevant. That's irrelevant. That doesn't break the original placing on the fire. We consider it a continuation of the original, pla- original placing and therefore it's not called... It's not an action which in any way can be compared to the action of Bishel. Clear? Are you allowed to give it to someone else to call the fire? Yeah, of course. 
You can hold it on your head, you can put it however you like. Yes, yeah, somebody else can hold it. It mustn't be placed down out of. But that's not so possible because if it's resting on the table and you're holding onto it, it's not called it's not called in your hands anymore. It's the table holding it, not you. Only if you intend to put it back. If you intend to put it back, you must make sure that it's not put it completely or hold it up a bit so, so it's not put down. The moment it's down, then it's it's, it's left your 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 jurisdiction. No, no, no problem with it. We don't care if it cools down. It mustn't cool down that, I, that it's not hot anymore because then I have a problem I can't return it. I don't care if it loses heat. I care one thing that this pot has never left the gas. When I, if I take a pot and I lift it up and I put it down on the gas, nobody in the right mind is going to say to you that it's left the gas. I, I just lifted it up. If I take it off and I put the lid down, my pot is still considered on the gas. No, there's nothing. Okay, so we have five conditions, three of which is imperative, cannot be overcome whatsoever. They cannot be pushed aside for anything in the world. The last two, which are important part of Hilkos Chazor, but they are much less severe than the first three. So once more, let's just repeat it because they're important, and they must be fully cooked food. If it's not fully cooked, it's really, really problematic. And we'll come a bit later to a couple of scenarios where, which are extremely relevant, where you must make sure it's fully cooked, uh, and, and we don't transgress the Malachal Bishel, even though it seems to us it may be Straightforward, but it's not such a straightforward halacha. Two, it's got to be that the, the flame is gone for cotton. It's got to be on a hot plate. It's got to be on a, a blech. Can't be on an open fire or an open oven, etc. See, the food must be hot. Then, if I've got those three conditions and I, I remove the pot with the intention to return it, plus I never put the pot down, then I'm allowed to lechatchila take the pot off and put it back. If I would take the pot off and not intend to put it back, but I haven't yet put it down, I took it off with intention to take it off completely. And then I looked up at the clock and I realized, ridiculous, why did I take it off? Completely ridiculous. And I want to put it back. I haven't yet put the pot down. Or, I took it off with intention to put it back. But I put it down. For the ever, the chatzil, I shouldn't do that. But if I did do that, and I need to return the pot to the flame, I'm allowed to return the pot to the flame. Those two are the chatzil. I need to have both the chatzil. For the ever, one is sufficient. So if I took it off without intention to return it, or I had the intention to return, to return it, and I put it down, but the evidence is okay, as long as I didn't put it on the floor. I left it on the side. Now most of us don't put our pots on the floor when we take it off the gas, so it's not such a relevant halakha, but just in case, it can happen. That, that you put it down to cool a little bit, so you put it on your, on your, on your stone floor, so and you, once it's on the floor, no return. But if you took it off, and you put it down on the side, with the intention to put it back, or you, picked, you took it off without intending to put, it, to put it back, and then you realize, you haven't yet put it down, and then you realize you change your mind, you want to put it back, but the evidence, that means once you've done that, with the evidence you can return it to the front. So as long as I've got one of the last two conditions, with the evidence, I need both. If I'm, when I'm standing there, ready to take my child off Friday night, have a plate of child at 2 o'clock in the morning, without my wife knowing, and, then, and, and I want to, I want to, then I've got to have an intention to take it off, and the intention to, the intention to return it, and make sure that I don't put it down. But the ever if I have one of those two, that's okay. One of those two, that's okay. If I'm in a situation of shasatchak, and that's much worse than the ever, means like this: I take my chalent off Shabbos morning and I put it down, and then I realise I'm not going to eat it for another hour. I've got no other food for Shabbos morning. A little bit of egg, 
and the, the main part of the meal is macholent. Shabbos without cholent doesn't go there. Doesn't work. Shabbos without cholent. You have to have cholent. So I don't have a Shabbos meal in a situation of shasatchat where it's extreme situation then even if I didn't have two of the last two conditions, both of the last two conditions, I could still return the pot. So, I took it off, I took my chance off with the intention not to put it back, and I put it down, and I never intended to put it back, and then suddenly I realized, ridiculous, I just get a message that, that Shul is, is going to finish much later, there was a bar mitzvah and a noif roof, and, 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 and uh, Shabbat Shevah brachas, and a chosen, and I don't know what, and uh, the chosen uh, spent time, and the Valkyrie was very slow, and the Misha Brecht took long, it's going to be another three quarters of an hour. Another three quarters of an hour. So what do I do? So shasatchak, I can put it back on. Shasatchak, I can put it back on. As long as the first three conditions are completely fulfilled. I have all first three conditions. Four and five need to be there. Lechatchila, but the Ebed one, shasatchak, even without any. So far, so good? Click. That's fine if we're discussing things which took place on Shabbos. What would happen, though, if something like this took place on a Friday? That means, on a Friday, I'll just give you a simple scenario. You ask your husband, or you ask somebody else, not you, this would never ever happen to you yourself, but you know, you, you're busy on a Friday, so you delegate, and you ask somebody, please put the black on. He says, no problem, put the black on. He takes the pots, when he takes the, takes the pots off the flame, puts them on the side, takes the black, puts the black on, looks at the watch, says, oh, I'm late, I'm late for Milka, and he runs up. And he's left the pots on the side. Friday, and you come down, and you come down, everything's ready for Shabbos, and you've sorted it all out, and you come in, and you bench lich, and you sit down, and you read the Medida Hamidiyah, and then the, the, the mentor comes up from Shul, and we sing Shalom Aleichem, you go into the kitchen, for the fellow who did it, the pot's been left off the side. It's been left on the side. It's a scenario that can really, really, really happen. It can really happen on a rough Friday, particularly in the winter, it's so likely that. Can I return that pot, the gas, on Shabbos, to the flame, to the source of heat, to the wherever it is on Shabbos or not? If it's cold, it's again. If it's cooked, if it's not cooked, nothing to talk about. If the, the black has not been put on, if he didn't even listen to you and put the black on, he just took the pot off and didn't manage to put the black on, nothing to talk about. We'll discuss putting blacks on on Shabbos in a moment. Nothing to talk about. If it's cooled down and it's not hot anymore, nothing to talk about. But we're talking about after three quarters of an hour, an hour of being off, it'll still be hot. And it will still be edible. Can I now return the, the plane, the pot to the guest? So we have here three, three situations. This is a bit evet, and this is maybe even a shas of I don't know what the food is. You might have made a seven course meal for Friday night. This is just one of the parts of the courses. So I don't know what's called shas of So Friday is very different to Shabbos. Friday is very, very, very different to Shabbos. Whereas on a Friday, Shasatchat is not a hetter. Meaning like this. I need to have the first three. That's out of the question. I have to have the first three. I need to have one of the last two. If I have one of the last two, then but the ever I can return it. But if I don't have any of the last two, then I'm doomed. Then I'm doomed. Whereas on Shabbos, if it's a Shasatchat, I can return it. On a Friday, I took it off on a Friday, to then return it on a Shabbos because there's been a change of day from Friday to Shabbos. And I'm now returning it for the first time again on Shabbos. If I don't have at least one of the two, last two conditions, I can't return it. So this gentleman, or girl, whoever it was, who was asked to put the black on 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 Friday, and then he or she came and put the black on and forgot to return the pot. When they took the pot off, you'll ask them, what was your intention? He said, of course, my intention was to put it back. 
what happened? I looked at the clock and I realized I was, I was late. I had to go to the Russian horror. I had to go to wherever it was. I, I was rushing. So I forgot. I forgot. So then we have Daitoy Lahasi. The only problem that we don't have is it's not either but other. It's already put on, on the side. But yeah, but that's okay even from a private fish house. But if this young person, gentleman, lady, girl, whoever it was, says, I never into, I took it off, you asked me to put the black on. You know, one of these black and white people. You asked me to put the black on. You didn't ask me to put the pots back on the black. So I put the pots off and I put the black on. I'm finished. I did my job. Don't you can't shout at me. I did exactly what you asked me to do. I never intended to put the pot back. And it's not either be other. And even though it's shouts at my chicken soup, I've got no chicken soup. Nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it. Friday to Shabbos is that little bit worse. Friday to Shabbos is that little bit worse. Are we clear? Next scenario. I come Shabbos, Friday night, Shabbos morning, I come down, and the light under the, the, the gas under the charm is blown out. It was a windy night, I left the windows open, and I come down in the morning, and the gas has been blown out. My trolley doesn't have any gas underneath. I still have a hot plate on. Can I take my trolley from the gas which is now extinguished and take the trolley and put it on my hot plate? On is that called Hazara or is it not called Hazara? Now here's a very strange scenario. I never actually took it off. I never took the pot off the flame. I never took it off the flame. But the flame took itself away. So I had to go for a walk. So I now have a pot not on the flame. A gas stove without any light on it is not a source of heat. There's no difference if I take the pot off the gas, if I take the gas away from the pot. If I had my, uh, my food dangling on a spit over a flame and I removed the flame, then my food has come off the fire. It doesn't make difference if I take the food away from the fire or the fire away from the food. It's the same thing. So here, the pot, in effect, has now come off the gas. But this, what's strange here is, and it's not either be other. And I never intended to put it back because... I never, I wasn't party to this whole situation of the flame being taken away from under the pot. So can I take my chocolate now and return it to a flame, to, to a hot plate or not? So, if I don't have a garlic cotton, if it's not cooked, or if I don't have a garlic cotton, or if it's cold, nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. Doesn't exist. The first three conditions are set in stone. There's nothing we can do about them. They're set in stone. We have to make sure we have the first two conditions. But we're talking about when it must have blown out not long ago. And I come downstairs and it's still hot and it's still edible and it's still piping hot if you want or it's warm enough I can eat and I want to now make sure that it's hot enough for the meal in three hours time. If I need it off it's not going to be edible. I don't want to eat challenge at eight o'clock in the morning. It doesn't really, uh, you know, it's not something which, which uh, appeals to me to eat challenge at eight o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning is okay. Eight o'clock in the morning doesn't go. What do we do? So here we have a, a situation where I don't have the oida biyada, it's not in my hand anymore. I don't have my intention to return it, though that's questionable. That's questionable, because I didn't have the intention of not returning it. So how do you define the last condition of daito lahaksa, I need to intend to return it? If you would have come upstairs and told me, the gas is going off, I would have said, of course, put it back on the flame. I never had any intention, I didn't have the positive intention of returning it, but I never had the negative intention of removing it. So how do you define that? So here the possible are a little bit makele. Of course, if it's Shah there's nothing to talk about. Because the Shah I'm allowed to return, even if I don't have both conditions of the last two. So as Shah but we're talking about here, it's not Shah Can I then return it? If it's not Shah I need to have at least one of those conditions. 
For the Yevet, I need to have one. Either Aida Biyadai, sit in my hands, or that Daita Nassim. Here, questionable. So here the Paschal Mameko. Since I didn't have negative intention of not returning it, so they allow you to consider this a situation of Bidyevit, you can transfer it from the left where the gas has gone out to, or it could be on the other way around, to a hot plate or a hot plate where the electric went off, you put the timer on wrong and the electric went off, to a left where the gas is still on, either way around, it's fine as long as it's still hot, it's cooked, and there's a gore for cotton. When it comes to Friday, what was this happened on a Friday? You put the black on and you put your pot on the black and everything was fine. You bent down, you looked underneath and the, top, the flame was all alight. Everything was perfect. And then you went out to, to finish off the last uh, couple of things before Shabbos and it blew out. It blew out. Or to make it simpler, you, you, know, you, you put it on the time switch and you got the time switch completely wrong. You mixed up days and nights. You put it on the PM instead of AM and whatever. And by the time you lit candles, you came in and you realized it's gone off. Ten minutes before Shabbos. Ten minutes before Shabbos. Before Shabbos it went off. The flame went off ten minutes before Shabbos. Uh, because you've got your, your slow cooker or your top plate on the timer. And you look at your timer. No, so, so, let's just, uh, I'm talking about tomorrow you know. It's, it's, it's for sure went off before Shabbos. It went off before Shabbos. It went off before Shabbos. Or it could be that at a gas when you heard the window bang 10 minutes before Shabbos and the window closed. So you come in at half an hour late and the gas is off. So you know it went off when the window banged. That's when the wind blew through the, the kitchen and must have blown out the gas and shut the window. After that, the window was closed. So there was no. Yeah, you can turn the tap off, yes. Sure. For just for because necessary reasons you should turn the gas off. Correct. I've lost track. Yeah, so it, it went off air of Shabbos. It, it went, it blew out air of Shabbos. Switched off air of Shabbos. Can I then transfer? Now this is where it becomes really tricky because here it's before Shabbos. So Shabbos pack doesn't help me. I need to have one of the two. I must have one of those, those two conditions. And many poskim allow you even on air of Shabbos to Shabbos to move it over to a new source of heat and consider it an extension of the previous source of heat. Why? Because I didn't have that negative intention. I didn't negatively think that I'm not putting it back. Had somebody told me, I would have said I want to put it back. I didn't have any intention. Bland intention is not the same as a negative intention. Bland intention is equal to I wanted to put it back and therefore it's considered a bit of evidence and I can return it. And that's a big tradition. Hello. Sorry? So we're talking about if you have another source of heat in the house, of course, or you have a next door neighbor with an area where you can, or you know what, if you really want, we discuss this when it comes to Amir Lakum, if you really need to, you can even ask your guy to take pictures for you to your next door neighbor, and because without it, you're not going to have food for Shabbos, and tomorrow morning, ask the guy to bring it back again for you. That's the Halakas and Hilkas Amir Lakum, which we've discussed in the past, and we will one day come back to Halakas and Amir Lakum. You can ask an Andrew to carry for you from a, a one Rishos to another in a Drabonon, the Tzorich to the Shabbos. So if it's the main course of Shabbos, fine. fine. But the can't do the Chachilah. The Chachilah won't do that, but So I'll find a new source of heat. Where are you going to find a new source of heat? It's not my problem. That's your problem. You have to find either a home or your next door neighbor. Some people have a black and they have a hot plate. Some people only have one. The next door neighbor has one and they have spare, spare gas and spare room on the hot plate. It makes a difference. You can take it from one source of heat to another. Now what's very important to realize is when we can say, when we talk about Chazorah, 
Chazor is only taking it off the source of heat and putting it back on the source of heat. If I take my chond off my urn, off, off my blech, and then I decide when I... And I've got all the conditions, all five conditions are fulfilled. It's hot, it's cooked, Zorah for cotton, Daikin Lachsoi, I decided I don't want to put it back on that flame, I want to go put it back on a different source of heat. That's fine. We don't care about that. Which, where the source of heat is doesn't bother us. We still consider it one long continuous process of cooking. We don't consider it a broken process of cooking. What breaks it is when I've taken it off a source of, source of heat. And in order to consider taking off, I need to have all those five conditions in place. Or not in place. When I, have the, when I don't have the last two conditions, then it's considered off the source of heat. But the moment I have those conditions, I can put it from one source of heat to the other. So if I took it off accidentally, uh, not accidentally, we'll come back in a moment. If I took it off because the gas was out, and I want to take it next door to their source of heat, that's fine. As long as I'm allowed to return it to a source of heat, it makes a difference where the source of heat is. Even one source of heat is actually... Even one source of heat is hotter than the other, makes no difference. A source of heat. <laughs> well, slice a bit of it. Another scenario. I... Come Friday night, and I had a really, really hard Friday. Average woman Friday. And Friday night, I'm just about to serve the soup, and I take the pot off, and I put it on the side, and then I come in, I look for the label, I search, and it's not there, it's a dishwasher, and eventually I find my label, I lift up the lid of the pot, and it's the chocolate. You're all nodding. You're all nodding. Right? What do you do now? What do we do now? Now here, I've taken it off, I've put it down, it's not oil to be oil, it's on the side. I never intended to put this pot back. I never intended to put this pot back. So if it's a shas of khat, no problem. We've discussed shas of khat, it's not a problem. But if it's not shas of khat, I've got three chollons on, 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 the, on the flame, on the gas. Uh, we'll manage with two instead of three. Am I allowed to return it? I'm not allowed to return it. And here there's a finish in the costume. When I, when I, had, been here, I had a negative intention here. It's not a bland intention. I do not want to put this pot back on the flame. But, I never intended not to put my chollum back on the flame. I intended not to put my chicken soup back on the flame. So we don't look at the pot. The pot's not relevant to me. It's the food that's relevant. And the chicken soup is what I didn't intend to put back. But this chollum, I intended to put back. And I have the possible allow you to return it. And that's a big relief, isn't it? You imagine coming in on Friday night and telling the men folk, I'm really sorry about this, I just took the chocolate off instead of the, the chicken soup. So we're going to have chocolate tonight and chicken soup this morning. I'm not quite sure that'll go down too well. I'm not quite sure that'll go down too well. I know my little daughter will like it because she, she likes chocolate, but for, that, for the rest of them, I'm not sure. Briefly. Two more scenarios which are extremely relevant, extremely relevant and practical, which happen uh, regularly in, in a normal Shabbos house. I take a pot off and I want to return it with all the conditions and I want to return it to the flame, but I don't really want to. I've taken my chocolate off, I've given the children, etc., on Friday night, I've eaten some chocolate, and I want to put the rest back on the, on the flame. But I don't really want to put this whole pot, I've only got a little bit left in the pot. So I want to transfer it, I've got another chocolate pot, pot of chocolate on the flame. On the, on the flame. So, you know, that, uh, some houses have a Friday night challenge and a Shabbos morning challenge. Friday night challenge for, for the Yeshiva Bokhrim and Shabbos morning challenge for the normal people. So, the Yeshiva Bokhrim have there, they take it off and they hold it, they empty, 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 and then there's a little bit left. But it's a bit of a Mishigas to put a little bit left onto the hot plate of the gas. So you want to take it out, transfer it to a pot that's already on the gas. No problem at all. No problem at all. The Halakhas of Chazorah allow me not just to return the pot, I can actually transfer 
one pot from the flame onto into another pot from the flame. Sorry? No, cold you can't return. It's got to have all the conditions. It's got to be cooked, it's got to be a gar for cotton, and it's got to be hot, warm, and it's got to be dyked and and it's got to be either the other. We're talking about the sheep rocking for some reason they got it right. Some unusual reason, usually they get it wrong, but they got it right. They, they knew the halachas, their mother dumped it into them, good and proper, don't ever take tonga without fulfilling all five conditions, and they did. And now they don't want to put back a whole pot. So, empty pot, it's two thirds empty, so and there's another pot on let's just tra- transfer it to tomorrow's tonga. No problem at all. You're allowed to transfer from one pot to the other. Or, but an even more practical example. We'll come back to another one. Or, another practical example. Another practical example. My challenge is about to burn. 12 o'clock at night, I'm about to go to bed, and I realize, I check the challenge, because that's what you do right now before you go to bed, because otherwise you can't sleep properly. You'll be tossing the bed the whole night. how's my challenge doing? So you check your challenge right now before you go to bed, and you realize it's about to burn. It needs some water. No problem. I take my challenge, I go to the urn, switch on the urn, put some hot water in, put it back on the flame, no problem at all. I have to make sure that the challenge doesn't make my urn meaty, so I'll put it a bit lower down, you'll all work it out. No problem, because the hot water is on the flame, it's on the urn, which is a flame. The charlotte pot's going onto, back onto the flame. There's no, I never took the water out and let go, it's always hot, cooked. Going back onto Gorofa cotton, in my hand, the water never left my hand, never went, never was never put down, and I always, I always had the intention to return the charlotte and the water to the flame. No problem at all, absolutely fine. Fantastic way to make sure your charlotte doesn't get burnt. However, you must make sure, A, that the water in your urn is fully cooked. Some urns don't fully cook their water. If you put your urn on number four or number three, it might not be fully cooked. It might be hotish. It might, it might only be 70 degrees. And when you put it on your, into your chocolate, you put your chocolate back on the gas, it's going to be 80, 90 degrees. That's no good. You've then cooked your water on Shabbos. That could be a malacha deraisa. If the water's already been boiled properly before Shabbos, you switch it on full and you let it boil and steam up the whole kitchen and you realize, ah, oh, it's boiled. Then you switch it down before, that's fine. Yes. Doesn't matter because we said, yes, only when it completely drops to a level of heat that is not drinkable. But here, it doesn't matter if it's less than yesterday's, that doesn't bother me. But I must make sure that my water on Friday, on Friday afternoon, when I was preparing my own, actually boiled properly. It reached bubbling point. Because if not, I then transfer it to a pot, and it reaches bubbling point there. I could actually be transgressing this. Well, stay, one more, one stage further. Comes on Hashem Azamah with another Kiddush. And he says, you don't even have to take your pot to the urn. You take your pot to the urn, you're going to cause trouble. You might make your urn neatly, and you could end up running to a rock in Shabbos morning. Oh, what did I do? Can I have my coffee before davening? Terrible. No coffee before davening? Terrible in the Shabbos. So, what do I do? I've made my whole, my whole own meat. So he came out with a better idea. He says, what's the problem? You take a glass and you fill it up with hot water and you carry the glass over and you put it into... Why not? What's wrong with the Katie Shaney? It's still boiling hot. Nothing wrong with the Katie Shaney. It's still boiling hot. It hasn't cooled down. And I've never put it down. I've left the water in my hands constantly. So I've got all five conditions. It's hot. It's cooked. It's going on a gar of a cotton. It's... What's wrong? I've got all five conditions. I've got all five conditions. Simple. That's much simpler than stepping my whole pot over. However, there's one little thing you have to be careful of. We try to avoid mixing solid food on a pot. We try to avoid mixing solid food in a pot which is on a fire. 
because according to one shit in the Rishayim, could be the shit that's a Rambam as well. If I take a spoon and I mix my tongue on the pot, I've transgressed an Ismalacha the Raisa Bishop. Because mixing is considered a process of cooking. Even though it's cooked, even on a cooked food, on a hundred percent cooked food, there's one shit on the Shabur brings it down and says it's best to try and be worried. To be harsh if you can, if you can try and avoid it, you try to avoid it. So if I pour water directly into my tronopod, which is on the flame, it might cause it to mix. So for instance, if I'm serving tronopod to little children before the meal, I don't just take it out of the pot on the flame, I take the pot off, or it's a biodo, I balance it on the edge, and I dish out some tronopod, and then I put it back. Why did I do that? To avoid the problem of mixing when, I make, when I'm serving, accidentally mixing when I'm serving. So here, I'm going to pour the water in. I have a bit of a problem. When I pour the water in, I may cause, if I pour it in, so either I pour it in very slowly so it doesn't mix, or I take the pot off, hold it on the edge, pour the water in, and I put it back again. I have no problems with Hashem's arm, because I fulfilled all five conditions of Khazar, and that's absolutely permitted. Yes? Yes, no problem. Yes, no problem. And if it before Shabbat, the water has been boiled. Properly, yeah. Just before Shabbat, add a bit of water. No, it doesn't. Will it, 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 it's a very hard thing to answer. It depends how much cold water you put in. If you have a modern kettle which has a thermostat and it'll reboil, it'll reboil when you put cold water in. If not, you have to make sure it's still. It's got to be piping hot. It's just going to be piping up. One more piece of information is extremely important, and then we'll end for today, and that is where on the blech is considered on the blech? Where on the blech is considered on the flame? What's considered still on the flame? What's considered taken off the flame? Because uh, you have one little light in the corner of your, of course, you probably have an agar or six uh, massive modern fangled um, six uh, mm-hmm. burners, and, and, and you've got one little corner, you've got a little flame on to keep your, your trolley top or your water up or whatever it may be. Uh, the rest is stone cold. So, in simple understanding, on the flame is considered where it's still yet to let spoil. Where I can't really touch. Where I can't really touch. Yeah, but that can be. If you've got two flames on, yeah. then the whole thing will be. That'll be fine. Then the whole thing will be considered. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't have to be on the flame. It's a source of heat. Flames are irrelevant. However, can I just finish up one second and then I'll, I'll let you finish, I'll let you uh, uh, say what you want to say. Kalzar Rosh finds with an unbelievable condition. He says, if I take my pot and I've moved it off, and it can happen, I move it off, you've got your one single flame in the corner, and it's kind of beginning to burn, so you move it off a bit. And you come back 20 minutes later, you realize you moved it off too far. And it's not on a place which is just the leather. Scary. Can I put it back? And Rosh Hashanah comes out with a big Kiddush, I'm allowed to put it back. And the reasons why he says I'm allowed to put it back is a combination of many of the points that we've discussed this evening. But at the end of the day, he allows it to put it back. So ideally, your pot should be on a place which is yet to let it. Don't move it off beyond the area of the black which is to let it, which is quite far because it heats up quite a big area in modern blacks, uh, and that's why I don't think you like blacks. Modern blacks do heat up quite a lot. So keep it on the black, keep it on the yet to let it. If you moved it off in, unintentionally to a, to a part of the black which is not yet to let it, so much smashing is to put it back. Because it's similar to some of the other, and perhaps even better than some of the other scenarios that we've discussed. And it's considered and bedievet, and that we can, we can put it back. Because you never intended to take it off. You intended just to keep it on, it just slipped off. Your intention was for it to remain on the plane. That's a much more positive. That's a more positive. Was there anything relevant that you wanted to say to us before we finish? On any corner of the blech, you As long as it's on the blech, and it's, even if it's not your but correct. Thank you.
I answered the question for you. I wish you all a very good night. It's late. And we're not going to say as well because it's a bit late. It's 25 past 9 already. So I wish you all a good night. And we'll in two weeks' time. You will um, hopefully have a share on Kokos Kalayan and we'll try and make it as least frightening as possible. I'll put a request. Do not make it frightening. Thank you very much.